0: Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. Hello, and welcome to an Elderstream Games production of the Eterna podcast. This podcast is made possible by our patrons. From the LCP DD podcast, we have Tim Demuse, Wesley Sullivan, and Brian Bridges. From our sister podcast, Dustrous, as well as the Hexgrid Heroes Network, we have Don Bewley. And also from Dustris, as well as Actionforge, we have Brian Rafe. Please stay tuned after the story to hear about the great projects these guys are working on. And thank you so much for supporting us. Hello and welcome to part two of this Taraxis tale, Adira's Fate. We'd like to thank our guests that we had for this episode and the previous: Metzko, Tim Demuse, Brian Bridges, and Johnny. Respectively, they are from Beholders Eye, LCP D, also LCP D, and Pokemon Seychau. And so, King Abimelech, in his rage at the loss of his wife, destroyed the very room that he was in. But, thereafter, things carried on as usual. It was many years later, when Adira was twenty-eight and heavily pregnant with her fourth child, Elkanah, when King Abimelech laid on his deathbed.
1: So, yeah, um, like when they notified her that, that he was unwell she would go in and basically pull up a chair next to his bedside and sit down Daddy?
2: Yes it is good that you are here
1: You have to tell me Daddy who who do I trust? Who do you want in my council?
2: Sirik is getting older but he is a very serious and good man alright your husband has proven that he is that he was the right choice all along I would be hesitant to recommend anyone else
1: how do you know who to trust when everybody wants a piece of you
2: you will never be able to trust anyone fully. Adira, you must always keep erecting barriers between yourself and everyone else. You cannot let emotions cloud your judgment.
1: You've always made this look so easy, and now I'm scared, and it doesn't seem so easy.
2: Sometimes, Adira, my bluster makes me seem as though I know what I'm doing. Do you recall the nobles who had both been betrothed to Samak? Yes. Do you remember what my judgement was?
1: Not really. I should have paid more attention.
2: I had no idea what to do. I knew that both of these families would be incredibly irate should I side one way or the other. So instead at a whim and at a risk. I decreed that if they could not decide. Samek would be split between the two of them. Did it work? It did. One became very angry while the other. Immediately agreed to let her go. And he was the obvious choice
1: what happens if I'm not as smart as you?
2: My dear, you are smarter. You've had the best schooling, the best training, anything that money could buy. But most of all, you have kept yourself. I've spent so much time duty-bound. that there are people who have felt my wrath and impatience. Keep yourself. Keep your family close. And let Malachi do for you what your mother did for me and bring about perspective.
1: I wish you didn't have to No man is an island.
2: I do wish that. But I...
1: But I guess Mama's... Mama's waiting for you, ain't she?
2: Hopefully... I dare say that... Perhaps I will have to atone... For my sins before... I can be reunited with her... I will do so.
1: You have been a good king. I do not think the gods will judge you too harshly. Let us hope. So tell me what I need to do to help you.
2: There is nothing to be done at this point. Besides prepare my final rites.
1: There's nothing that will make you more comfortable?
0: Fine. As much of it as they can bring.
1: She just look over at the guard like do I have to say it?
0: The guard will leave off and return with much wine. Much wine.
1: I'm assuming
3: at this point the king needs somebody to even bring the goblet up to his lips but he's he's spilling the majority of it probably, you know, down the sides of his face and but still doing everything in his power to try and bring something that he thinks might bring him peace.
1: Adira will help him with the cup, but she she will tell the guard, have the priests come. We have to prepare. And uh, send me that new sculptor, the one everybody's been raving about. The king shall have a new statue at his memorial.
0: Yes, ma'am. And he leaves. Adira!
1: What? The ones on, on on the outside are getting old. You need a new statue.
0: Replace...
2: My pictures with your own. In time. Remind yourself. No. No.
1: I will not have you erased from their minds in memory. You've done too much for them.
2: I have already been erased from many of the nobles' minds. They think me too weak. But you... You will be a reckoning, Adira.
1: They will not think you weak when they see how strong your daughter is. Abner's not very far behind.
2: He's a good boy.
1: Should I send for him?
2: Yes, I... Yes. Please.
1: Guard, the king wishes to see his son.
0: The guard will acknowledge and leave immediately. Abner, you are swiftly approached by a fast-moving guard. Stating that the king wishes to see you in his chambers.
1: We should probably mention that you're about 14 now, so you don't have to talk like a little kid anymore.
4: <laughs> I was factoring out the math. Uh... Did he say wh- why he wants to see me?
0: Already did not make any express statement. He is on his deathbed and your sister is there.
4: Is he dying?
0: The guard, like, looks kind of nervous and
4: kind of just says, I, I believe so. Abner isn't very enthusiastic about it, but he's gonna follow the guard. Alright.
1: Abner, sweetheart.
4: What's going on?
1: Come sit with father. He's um he's preparing to go join Mama.
4: You mean he's he's gonna die?
1: Yes. He wants to see you.
4: What are we gonna do when he's gone? Who's gonna be king?
1: I'm going to be queen. I will rule. You will finish your schooling, and then you will take over my military.
4: Like, the entire army?
1: The entire army. You will be in charge of defending our borders and protecting our interest from any who would steal it. But, for now, your obligation is to go speak with Father.
4: I don't really know much
1: about army stuff. It'll be fine, because I will tell you what you need to know.
4: He nervously approaches his father. Hello, Father.
1: Abner.
2: Abner, it is It is good that you came.
4: Deer says that... Deer says that you're going away. I am. But she says that I've got to be in charge of the entire army and that she's going to take your place.
2: Abner, do you remember what we talked about with the importance of our bloodline? These people, they are nothing without their leader just meandering about, going on with their simple lives, completely unaware of everything that goes in to protecting them. Your sister must make sure that they are protected. But you must make sure that she is protected. Do you understand?
4: I was supposed to have, like, guards watching her? No, Abner.
2: You are supposed to be unerring in your loyalty. You are to be the protector of our bloodline alongside of your sister. You are to choose a wife. And raise strong children.
4: He kind of makes a face. Uh, uh, kind of makes a face when you mention the wife. Perhaps we have let you live with too much whimsy in your life, but
2: you must undertake this duty now. Promise me, Abner. Okay. That is not good enough.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Daddy, calm down. I will make sure that Abner finds an appropriate No,
2: Adira! We have spoken for the boy too much. Swear it to
4: me, Abner! Okay, I swear.
2: And Adira, keep the nobles away from the boy. I suspect they have already started gossiping about my demise. Do not let them influence us.
1: What would you have me do? Ban them from court? No. 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 I I think we should get you some more wine. I'll take his cup and refill it.
2: I care for you both very deeply and it may not I have always seemed so. But you have always been the last relics of your mother. You have been the last joy in my life. Besides wine.
1: You do not have to worry so, Dad. We, The bloodline will continue. You've got three grandkids already and a fourth on the way. The family will stay strong.
2: Ryu needs them.
1: And I'm sure if you give a little Abner another year or so, it won't be long before he fancies some girl. Yes.
4: Yes. Adira. Yes. What did he mean by nobles? He's not talking about Hadaram, is he?
1: He's talking about all the people that come to court. The people that walk around this palace. Not the servants, but the ones that are all dressed up.
4: Because Hadaram's like one of my friends.
1: You can have your friends. We're not going to take your friends away from you. He just doesn't want you to be influenced by people.
4: But do I have to do this whole army thing by myself because I don't really know my much
1: about this. You're not gonna do it by yourself.
4: I just don't think that I'm the right person to do this. Like, maybe you should ask
1: someone else. It'll be fine. Malachi will help you until you're able to do it on your own. (sighs) You're a strong fighter. You can do this.
4: He's gonna nod
0: priests of ash and of anubis will arrive uh providing first the final rites and when the time finally comes burial and preparation
1: rites and what about the sculptor i sent for
0: uh it will be a little bit longer but he too will arrive
1: going to stay by the king's side she's not going to leave him she will not force abner to stay there
0: Alright. Any any final final moments?
3: So I think towards the end, uh uh Bimelech is is so far gone that he looks up at Adira and starts calling her Deborah. Deborah Deborah
2: I I, I did not think that I would look upon you again.
1: Adira will just reach over and take his take his hand between the two of hers and and just be like it's it's gonna be okay just it's time to close your eyes and find your rest
2: i love you deborah
1: i know but you have to close your eyes and come with me okay
0: okay he'll close his eyes it then proceeds into the end of deadpool 2
3: (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 so i didn't think that it would make sense for abimelech to tell adira that he loves her just because i don't think that that's something that he says to either of his children and so like that was pretty much the closest that she's going to get
1: right and i imagine it's, it, like she'll sit there and hold his hand till he quits breathing and then she will just stand up and look at the people around him and be like take take care of the arrangements see to his body and she'll just turn around and walk out she does that stone face real well
0: and so Adira left Abimelech to the priests she did not mourn for him where the public could see but almost immediately began to mourn for the life she had loved so much Given the name Malka at her coronation, the queen soon found herself drowning in state affairs. She made sure to set aside a block of time each day for her husband and children, no matter what, but it never seemed enough. Alakai, too, had a hard time adjusting. He struggled some with his role in the palace. Members of the council and other important figures would often refuse his instructions unless reiterated by the queen. Having been raised noble, he was accustomed to men being the head of the household, and people could tell he sometimes had trouble playing second fiddle to Adira. The first day the court reopened for petitioners, they found their queen sitting on the throne, a newborn Elkanah in one arm and a scepter in her other hand, and Malachi at her side. Things seemed to be going well for Atira. She was better liked by the common man than her father had ever been. But when someone seems to have everything, wealth, status, beauty, family,
5: someone else
0: is always jealous. Working behind the scenes were the nobles who didn't want a woman on the throne, or who simply wanted a piece of the power for themselves. And they had an easy in for Abner, now 16, was easily manipulated. So Abner being called in secret to council meetings and chambers at various times and hours, there would be a man by the name of Thalen. Now, Thalen is a very important noble and a member of the greater council and he's been on the council a very long time. During your father's reign, and uh, he's still on the greater council, even during Adira's, though he is no longer part of her personal council. And he would have sent for you to come to a meeting.
4: I'm assuming I'm relatively familiar with Thalen, so it's not like he's this spooky, ominous person. So I'm gonna kind of throw open the door and come in and say, ah, I bested him today. Getting better at fencing, and I'll say, uh, you know, I wasn't sure about this whole fencing thing, but you were right. It's a lot of fun, Thalen.
0: I thought that you might like it uh, compared to the Scimitar.
4: It's more refined. Yes, I think it's more my style. I was told that you had something you wished to speak to me about. Uh, yes. uh,
0: And he'll motion around the room. Some of the other council members and I have something we'd like to discuss with you. Uh, I will speak for those here, and there are others uh, who sensibly have not joined our meeting here. Uh, please come in. Close the door.
4: Very well. Uh, what is this about, Abner?
0: We among the council, many of us have uh, have been thinking a lot about the future of the country. Adira is a very fine queen and there's no doubt that she will be a fine queen, should she continue being queen. But I'm sure that you've no doubt noticed that it puts a strain on her family. Her connections with even yourself
4: are divvied between in the fact that she's always busy? Yes. She hasn't and even come to a single one of my fencing matches. I must have asked her like three times.
0: <sighs>
4: she has many responsibilities. You call them yeah. responsibilities, but she doesn't seem happy about it. I, I've tried to cheer up, I don't know. She's been so moody lately.
0: Surely she's stressed by the amount of duties she has. They're pressing down on her ability to manage her own personal life. You can see
4: that she struggles. Oh yeah, ever since father died, it seems like I almost never get to see her anymore. Yes. So,
0: do you want what is best for this country, Abner? That is—that is what I ask. What is best for this country and for your sister?
4: Well, I don't see why not, but I'm not sure how I can help. I—I I haven't even finished my training to to do this whole military thing. I—I. I, I, I feel like I, I want to do something. I just. What are you thinking? Well, we have a thought,
0: a plan. You, as a true born son of your father and now of age, have a stronger claim to the throne
4: than your sister. You mean me taking her place? I- I don't know about that.
0: Now, now, we've thought of that.
4: We know that you weren't raised
0: with the same level of concentration on that focus as your sister was, but for her best interest, and yours, and of course, the country itself, we've thought of a plan. Should you be able to take the throne? You would have at your beck and call all of those who aided your father and the day-to-day goings-on of the entire country for years, and those trained by them and taught by them. You would have no lack of power at your fingertips and knowledge and wisdom, even though it may not be your own. Adira, out of fear, sequesters herself with only two counselors, and the rest of us are delegated to menial parts of the city's goings on. We have much potential under a leader that will use us, but your sister seems unwilling we can do a lot more together, Abner. than she can, taking the whole weight of the world on only her shoulders and two others.
4: I'm kind of confused. You're saying that we take on the role that my father played and then she can be relieved of the burden so that she could be back to her normal self.
5: Yes.
0: That and... The throne itself will have a stronger place in our country.
4: All right. Um. So, what do we have to do? Well,
0: to put it in blunt terms, your sister must be overthrown. But that sounds very bad, and it's not like that. We can put together all the forces needed to have this happen. With your aid, we can do so with great ease. And no one has to get hurt. Surely, your sister would not want to see you harmed and would abdicate with no threat. Her life would go back to the way it
4: was so it's kind of like uh it's kind of like we're staging it sort of like um we have to do it for the formalities but
0: of course otherwise everything your sister has done so far which is very good would be called into question
4: i see Well, as long as you know what you're doing, I... I just... I'm so tired of the way things have gotten after my father died. I I just wish that things could go back to the way they were. And we can help ensure that they do.
0: You will, of course, have some responsibilities. But with your permissions, we can do so much more to help delegate that. You can spend time with your... With your sister and your family. And you will have more time when you finally have a family of your own. And would that not be better for everyone? Alright. Let's do it. Good, good. Now, with your agreement, we shall begin putting things together. Now, Hassan here will help fill you in on some more information. You don't need to know too much. Should you under any circumstances should something go wrong. We have a way to protect you. And Hassan will fill you in on that. Protect me? Yes. As Mm. the laws are stated, a coup would not end well uh, should it be stopped. But we have plans and protection to prevent such negative effects.
4: Alright. Well, that's good to hear. Um, you have my consent, I suppose. Or whatever you said I, I needed to give you. I, I give you all my blessing or authority or Let's do it. Thank you, Lord Abner. You won't regret
0: this. And so, after that, uh, Abner would speak to Hassan, who would feed him mostly lies. But one thing he tells him is that should he ever be captured, in order to protect his own life, Name Malachi a co-conspirator, for certainly Adira would rather abdicate the throne than than kill her own brother and husband, or or even have them banished, which is like the real soft end to that. So they are they they convince him that. That is absolutely 100% what will happen if he names Malachi a co-conspirator because then they would both have to be punished. And the only way for to, her to avoid that is to step away from the throne. And so, Abner had no part in the planning and plotting itself. He was just a tool for the nobles to use to gather information about Adira and a body with a legitimate claim to the throne. Still, when the plot was discovered and Abner realized that the law called for his head, he did as they suggested and named Malachi a co-conspirator. At this point, I think Adira and Malachi have a fairly short time to uh, converse about what's going on.
1: Yeah, I think when Abner was first arrested, um, before they started pumping him for information and Malachi was named, um, Adira would go to Malachi and like she's devastated. This is her, you know, but one of her kids basically but she she's like I I'm not Malachi, I'm not allowed down in the dungeons. I can't go talk to him. You have to go talk to him and find out what's going on. This has to be wrong.
6: I'll I'll go talk to him. I'll go down there right now.
1: You you know Abner would not do this to me.
6: It doesn't seem likely that he would do something like this to you. It's out of his character.
1: They won't let me see him. Make, sh- make sure they're feeding him.
6: I'll make sure he's well taken care of. Thank you. No problem, my queen. And uh, he'll give you a hug goodbye.
1: Yeah, she would probably hold on to him for a couple of minutes just crying
6: and he'll kind of caress her hair, look at her in her eyes, and he'll make his way to the dungeons to see Abnor.
0: You make your way to the dungeons, past the guards, and to the cell in which Abnor is kept. He is tied to the far wall by a rope and his arms held behind his back. Though he can move a short distance due to the length of rope, it is obviously uncomfortable.
4: Malachi!
6: Abnor, uh... What... Uh, have Ugh. they been feeding you and treating you okay?
4: Well, uh, I can't say I'm not ready to get out of here.
6: I wish I had better words to, uh... Tell you that you can get out, but... Things are not looking so good right now.
4: What are you talking about? We... We did, we did the thing. Thalen said that we... I would be taking on my father's role, and that Adira wouldn't have to deal with. It. What do you you? What What are you talking? You me? Can't just untie me. I don't understand. Just Just untie me, and then we'll go talk to Adira. I think she'll understand.
6: No, what you're being accused of is is treason.
4: Hmm. No, they. Thalen said it was just a formality. You let those
6: nobles get into
4: your head. No, Oh, Malachi, you don't understand. We were just, we were just going, I don't, un, I don't know all the details of what they were going to do, but they were just gonna, they had a plan and it was going to make Adira's life easier. It was going to put things back to the way they were and Honestly, I don't mind. I I I know that I was frustrated after my father died, and I didn't think that I could do this. But I've been fencing, and I've been learning so much more. And I I know that I can do this, and I can I can I can take the throne. And you just have to untie me, Malachi. You you've been used. They they took advantage of you. They
6: they brainwashed you. They used you as a puppet.
4: Just go get Adira. She'll she'll understand she'll know what to do they won't let her come down and see you that's why i'm coming in her place but she's my sister she's the queen i don't understand why don't you just untie me this is so (sighs) if i could just explain what happened i think they would understand this has all been just a misunderstanding i will talk
6: To your sister and tell her the situation but i don't think i think her hands are going to be tied on this one
4: if anybody's hands are tied they're mine
6: (laughs) you always had the good jokes
4: (laughs) just tell her what i said she'll understand
6: i'll report to her right away about what you just said but i've i thought you would be smarter than this than to fall to their brainwashing
4: i don't know thalen made it seem like it was a great idea
6: your sister was quite happy as queen. They took advantage of your thoughts and your sister, and her spending time with us, and her duties as queen, and they manipulated you.
3: Hmm.
4: She never seemed happy to me. Not after father died. It was rough on her.
6: She'll never admit it, but yes, I've seen I've seen the tears.
4: Will you just go tell her what I said? That this was Thalen's plan? and it's all just been a misunderstanding
6: i'll see what i can do and uh he'll head back up to adira
0: all right so before before you get out um a man uh who i think both of you would at least vaguely recognize uh comes walking down the hall he is the uh uh head inquisitor of ma'at uh and he is um, basically here to question Abner and he he looks at the both of you uh, before proceeding to the cell as you leave Malachi and so you return to Adira. Yes I
6: do.
1: I imagine she's just been like pacing back and forth in the room and when he opens the door she's just like right there and like did you see him? Is he okay? Yeah.
6: He's, he's gotten himself in quite the issues. Um. What was the guy's name? That, uh, with the T? Dalen, Convinced him that you weren't happy being queen. And he was going to take your place as the king and overthrow you.
1: And the charges are true.
6: Yes, and for some reason he thought I was in on it. Like like it was all okay.
1: There's, there's nothing I can do then.
6: He's under the impression that if... He tells a story, it, it would make him look innocent, he was doing it for for you and for the betterment of everybody in, involved, but it's, it's a work perception of what uh, what he was trying to do.
1: But you you know the laws?
6: The laws are laws, yes. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to execute my little brother.
6: I don't see any way out of it. The laws are very specific. They call for his head.
1: And what do we tell the kids?
6: That their uncle is going on a a, a journey far away, and he won't be coming back.
1: They, they can't witness, They cannot witness this. They, they just cannot. Can they? Can they? Can they go stay with your family?
6: Yes, they can stay with my family. I don't want them to be traumatized by seeing what will happen to their uncle.
1: They, they, they don't need to be here for this. Hell, I don't need to be here for this. But okay. Okay, yeah, um... Yeah, send, send word to your mother, please.
6: Guard. i will call over the guard. Send word to my mother. Prepare for the uh, children to come
0: visit for a little bit. He nods and then nods to the queen uh, before heading off.
1: Alright, um... Adira is going to, like, dry her tears, stand up straight, and she's walking straight out into the throne room... And at the top of her lungs, she's like, Bring. Me. Thalen.
0: The guards, uh, the head guard, uh, turns to, uh, he asks, My queen, should we go in force?
1: You take how many ever people you think you're gonna need to get his ass here, but you do not touch him. He will die by my hand.
0: Yes, my queen. And he will leave with a contingent of the guard. It will not be too long before Thalen, uh, is dragged in. According to another guard that ran ahead of the group, uh, he was found attempting to leave the city. Uh, but was caught by one of the guards out in the city and was being brought to the palace when the guards went to go seek him.
1: She will walk up to this man just, like, right in his face. And she'll be like, my little brother is going to die because of you. Oh, I'm so
0: sorry. Well then, my queen, I hope that Maat finds all of the conspirators and you are just as harsh with them.
1: Well, you will not live long enough to see it. Malachi, give me your sword. There
0: is no, there is no judgment here.
6: Where is the judge? Malachi is going to hand over the scimitar to her.
1: I am queen. I have judged you kneel
0: the guards push him to his knees and and push him forward
1: yeah she she will not hesitate to swing that sword
0: and he is beheaded
1: like right there in the throne room and she'll just turn around and and hand the sword back to malachi
0: as you do the head inquisitor of ma'at bursts into the throne room he shouts uh at his his contingent of ma'at's guard and tells him to grab the traitor and points at Malachi. Tra- traitor
6: what are you talking about?
0: Uh, especially seeing a bloody sword in your hand, uh, the contingent rushes forward quickly, uh, knocking you to the ground.
1: What the hell is going on here?
0: Queen, I have learned from my interrogation that this one, too, was a conspirator.
1: That is ridiculous.
0: The boy had no good reason to lie, and my magics bring out the truth. I would never betray my queen.
1: You're telling me that Abner said Malachi was involved in this?
0: He did. He named him a co-conspirator.
1: He's wrong.
0: I have the magics of Ma'at at at my hand. He is not wrong, he is true. For far worse would have come to him, had it not been.
6: Don't, Don't listen to them, my queen. I would never do that. I swore to you. remember, I swore my allegiance and my love to you.
1: do you do you not understand that Abner doesn't understand the truth of what is going on here? He didn't even think that this was a rebellion.
0: He is a fool. That is true. It was his actions that caused this in the first. Day. It was his power that they rallied behind.
1: I understand that. And Abner will face his execution. But have you even questioned any of the others involved to see whether the magic tells them to be telling the truth? To, to see if anybody has seen Malachi have any involvement in this?
0: You doubt the voice of justice, Ma'at, Queen.
1: I doubt that Abner understands what's going on well enough. What he thinks is true is not true.
0: It does not matter what he thinks. Truth is true.
1: I demand you question the others.
0: It shall be done.
1: And she'll kinda of look at Malachi and be like, as, as soon as as soon as he gets the truth out of all the other ones, this will be cleared up.
6: Yes, my queen, I hope you know that I would never do this. That these things are not true. I know. I knew that night that you showed me the horses that I would love you forever.
1: We will fix this, Malachi.
0: So you both wait, knowing that it is not true that Malachi is a conspirator. However, when the Inquisitor returns, he deems it to be otherwise. That all of the other conspirators, uh, extracted and daisy-chained along, essentially, have said just as much, and the magics are true with them. That it must be true, for even if the voice of Mott were to misspeak once, it would not do so again. And he loudly proclaims this in public during a sort of, hearing.
1: I imagine that that is the point when she becomes so freaking upset that she ends up in labor. And so
0: the council gave Adira time though not much to have her child and recover before they came with demands for the law to be upheld.
1: I understand that punishments must be carried out according to the law. You may schedule Abner's execution date. She'll be held at the bottom of the steps to the palace so the public in the market can witness it.
0: Very well, my queen.
1: But I have a request to make of the council.
0: Hmm. What is that, my queen?
1: Do not, for the children's sake, do not make me take Malachi's head. Let him be banished, lest my own children hate me and wish to tear down the ruling complex instead of uphold it.
0: The councilman seems to think deeply for a moment. I shall bring the subject up to the rest of the council, and I will speak in your favor for this.
1: You do not have to speak in my favor, speak in the children's best interest.
0: As you wish, and... My condolences, my queen. I know this is very difficult for you.
1: My father had his faults, but he ensured that I was a strong woman. I will not break.
0: Yes, my queen. I shall return with the verdict, and we shall have um, a schedule. They return about a day later with uh, agreement uh, to your terms for Malachi. Uh, and Abner is shortly to be executed. Abner, you having been effectively tortured to at least a moderate degree to get said information and additional out of you, uh, all of the people in the room uh, that you had been in uh, were named, and and they had all been captured and executed as well with far less time given to make good with the gods. But you are dragged before the palace steps between the palace and the Great Market and and placed upon your knees as Adira stands at their head. Please.
4: Adira, don't do this. All I wanted was to speak with you. This was just a misunderstanding, Adira.
1: It was failing. Thalen has paid for his part. You can rest assured of that. He told me this was just a formality. You should have come and told me, Abner. The law is the law. If I do not do this, every noble in this kingdom will raise an army against me. I will die. My children will die. (laughs) Abner, you always made me happy. You didn't need anything special to do that. I don't want to die. I just close, want... just close your eyes, baby brother. In a few seconds, in a few seconds, you can open them again. Mother and father will be waiting for you. Let to go without you.
0: <laughs> you can hear the shifting of the man standing beside you.
1: And She'll just look at him and nod.
0: There's a sharp, quick sound and Abner's head falls to the ground.
1: She will turn around and walk back inside and not a tear will fall until she's back in her apartments because you do not let them see you cry.
0: So A short time later, Malachi, you have uh, you, you are put on a horse. Actually, you're probably put on a donkey. A, a small contingent of guards are set to take you to the northern border of the Golden Sea, where you are never to return from. For now, at the foot of the Priuship complex, Adira looks on.
1: I think Adira would probably carry Hadassah out with her for this because she's not gonna let Malachi leave without ever seeing his daughter
0: so you carry your last child
1: yeah I have Hadassah in one hand and I have a bag in the other hand and I will walk up to him and just be like I will fix this I I swear to you I I will fix this
6: I I don't think that there's any way to uh, fix it this time.
1: It it'll just it'll just take some time.
6: He uh, looks over at his daughter and he smiles. She looks just like your uh, mother.
1: She's so tiny though. The bag. Um, I brought the bag. There are jewels in here. All all the coins, jewels are in here. You're to take them with you.
6: He'll, he'll grab the bag.
1: They they sh- they should provide for your immediate needs.
6: Thank you so much for this.
1: You can sell what you need of th- to raise the money, Malachi. I'm going to consult with the best mages I can find. I'm going to find a way to make sure that neither you or I die. And... That will give me time to get this mess cleaned up, and I will bring you home.
6: I will uh, do everything on my part to not die until I can be with you again.
1: Just uh, do not give up on me, Malachi. Do not give up on me. My heart will never give up on you.
6: I will never let my queen down. You will always be with me, and... I will never, ever stop loving you.
1: Like, she will give him one last kiss, and then uh, turn to her head guard and kind of nod her head, and just be like, do it now before I cannot do it at all.
0: He is sent
6: away, never to return to the Golden Sea. As he's being taken away by the donkey, he, uh, yells out for uh, Adira to hear I pledge my love and alliance to my queen and country. And that's
0: it. And so Malachi is taken to the northern reaches of the Golden Sea, the southern edge of the oasis jungles of northern Helios. From there it is unclear where he went or what happened to him. Some say that he took out immortality of his own while others said he lived out the rest of his days seeking something else and dear returned to the palace
1: yeah she'll return to the palace she'll have the other children brought home and she will start trying to gather every scholar sage court magician like anybody she can think of
0: she gathers people from far and wide ultimately a mage from beyond the borders of the Golden Sea would arrive. A small woman from the east. And it was she that promised that through means of a golden facsimile that the queen could be made immortal. And so her work was done over time. Magics, very powerful, were needed and acquired. The noble class were unhappy with Malachi's light sentence, and unrest began to grow in the country. Adira became more and more desperate to try and find a way to bring Malachi home and to punish those that had forced her hand. She knew that not all the conspirators had been found, many of them were still in hiding. Vast amounts of wealth were spent in the name of her goals, and higher and higher taxes were levied against her people. Finally, when all had failed, a strange shadow of a creature appeared in her chambers with an undefined form like smoke and it spoke to her.
1: You want revenge? I want those that have harmed my family to pay.
4: Hey, in blood and
1: life. It is the only way I can ever bring Malachi home. I can do this for you. And what will it cost me? Much. I'm afraid I'm going to need a more specific answer than that if you wish to negotiate.
4: There is no negotiation. I give you what you want, and I take them, and it will cost in time.
1: Take them where? Nowhere. Into oblivion. No one must be able to tell. None will. Alright. Every single person. That stands against me. Belongs to you. Very
0: good. And it will fade. It will not take long. For news to start reaching her ears of. Members of. Courts. Mysteriously. Vanishing. Leaving nothing but puddles of black tar. In their wake. Soon, she would realize that it was the creature who would, from time to time, revisit her, telling her of those he took, those that were not noticed, those that were not obvious. For the next ten years, Adira ruled as a tyrant over her people. Everyone came to hate her, but few dared speak against her as death seemed to stalk anyone who would so much as whisper their displeasure. She would be known as a beautiful oppressor, a queen like no other before her, but eventually she would be portrayed by the very creature that came to her aid. A good and kind queen, a loving wife and mother. Driven mad with desperation, she was only faulty when she died as one of the most hated, and vile rulers of all time. History surrounds the death, and all Adira knows is that the creature had something to do with it.
1: Hi, this is Tracy, the voice of Adira. I would like to take a moment to tell you about a new podcast. It's called Destrous. We have a pre-colonialism Native American, a Old West gambler, and a modern-day teenager from Detroit, dropped off in a brand-new world full of magic and absolute chaos. I am the DM. I will try to wrangle them and guide them as they make their journey across this world and maybe learn some new things and right some wrongs. If you like high magic fantasy, this is definitely a world for you. You can find us on Twitter at Dustrous Podcast. And we hope you join us there and in the Discord.
5: I hope you've enjoyed this episode. My name is Don. You can find me do other tabletop RPG podcasts over at HexgridHeroes.com. I'm currently rebooting a Starfinder campaign. And I'm the voice of Pokemon trainer Corey in Pokemon Seychou. Over there, I also sit down with a couple of my friends and we discuss how a horror movie can be used in a haunted house setting. If you'd like to hear me talk more about horror movies, I also do a horror movie review podcast over on the Necropodicon Network. It's right there in the name, How to Survive a Horror Movie, where we talk about movies like Legion, Hush, and Quiet Place. And we talk about how the people in the movie could have survived this better and what would be our perfect sequel. That's all for me for now. You never know I am going to have another project, so follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Don Hey
0: everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm
3: at ActionForge. You go into a mining settlement called Fillmore's Crossing. It's about thirty miles outside of the control zone. Do y'all know what the control zone is?
4: Of course we do. Oh of course Naturally. I know what the control zone, zone is. I mean like, like, of course we know what the control yeah, zone is. is. You guys zone. you guys probably so, uh, like wouldn't, the zone? Um, guys, I fucking
3: hate both of you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Some weird stuff's been going on in Fillmore's Crossing. We just got word that three days ago, Elmer's wife she tore the three kids limb from limb. And doesn't remember doing it at all. Sounds like it's like the the Wild West out there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> LCP D&D is an actual play D&D 5e podcast. Our current adventure is set in the Wild West and features magic, orcs, vampires, and an all-original soundtrack. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, and CastBox. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and even hang out with us in our Discord server, LCP D&D. If you'd like to become a Patron, you can find us on Patreon.com forward slash EldritchDream.
0: We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And until next time, everybody... May the Elder Gods haunt your dreams.